Sound tests did. We're recording right now. Okay. We are. I'm, I was going to read that. Oh. As the opening. Oh, we sh- I'm going to make some spooky science fiction sounds. Ooh. Fancy. Ooh. Wee. On June 19th, 1987, 9.47 Eastern Standard Time, the Earth passed into the extraordinarily diffuse tale of Rhea M, a rogue comet. According to astronomical calculations, the planet would remain in the tail of the comet for the next eight days, five hours, and 23 seconds. Theme song. Catastrophe. Section. Catastrophe. Section. That's Science. where we Fiction. are. Fiction. It's a comet. There's a comet. It controls the stuff. Stephen King. It controls trucks that drive around in circles. Stephen King. That is some scary shit. More so than them giving him nine million dollars to make the movie. Hello and welcome once more. To the catastrophe section. My name is Aaron. And my name is Cameron. Yes, it is. Today we did the f- fucking great film Maximum Overdrive. The one and only movie directed by Stephen King. That it is. Oh boy. And if oh you boys. I'm gonna start by saying go watch this. I know some people just listen to us, but like freaking seriously, this movie is absurd and I love it. It is all on YouTube for uh, free. For free. You could watch it for free. All you need is two hours of wasting wasteable An time. Hour and a half. Hour and a half of wasteable time. I love this movie. It is dumb as hell and things are dumb in it and things happen and it's stupid and I love it. So if you would sum up the plot in I don't know. A sentence or two. How would you describe it? Uh, alien trucks blow up things and then get hit by rockets. Yep. That's well, it's a, it. it's a laser cannon. Well, no, that's at the well, end. I know. That's, yeah, that's spoilers. The, yeah. Well, there's a laser cannon involved at the end, but it's not shown. It's just title carded. Like the beginning of the episode. Yeah. So, uh, so for those of you who don't know, that was the title card that shows at the very beginning of the movie. That's what greets yes. us to this wonderful film then it goes it like it lowers onto this like bank and there's this it's it's it just shows this guy in front of an atm and he like inserts his card and the machine just calls it just says asshole on it apparently this is a good way to establish the plot of machines Mm -hmm. go crazy and and the atm man that's actually stephen king in a cameo thing stephen king in this movie gets to say this machine just called me an asshole and his wife is also there yeah tabitha would be like right next to him so that's that's the start of this movie yep in case you were also wondering whether you should watch it the answer is still yes and i think it also has like i i remember scrolling like fuck yous or something oh no yeah, yeah yeah No, the the screen the fills exchange. with yeah. fuck yous because <laughs> machines hate people because alien comets. I don't know, man. So this comet, Rhea M. M, yeah, it can take control of machines, but it can also make drawbridges go up because they're operated by machines. But it can't take control of all machines because there are still some cars in the movie that it that doesn't take just control fine. of. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Consistency. Consistency. Oh, okay. boy, yeah. Mm, so this good. movie is based on st- a Stephen King short story that he wrote and adapted himself. He's the yeah. sole writer on this. It's called Trucks. So <laughs> I haven't read it, but I assume it involves vehicles trucks. of a trucking variety. Yeah, trucks, probably. Educated guess. Uh, yeah, and also this movie... All of it is punctuated by ACDC because he loves ACDC. Stephen King does, that is. He loves ACDC so much that all the songs in this movie are by ACDC, whether they wrote them for this movie as a soundtrack or just took one of a couple of their old songs and put them on top of scenes. Oh, no, they they didn't. They didn't write any of their own. I thought they'd just write some of it as well. Well, well most of these are from like their um, early eighties catalog. Yeah. Like, uh, they have for those about to rock I think that's from like their 1983 album. I don't know. Yeah. Like, so they didn't write these for them. It's more, they paid them to just do random guitar play and yeah, no, then the, yeah, for the rights to, um, hell's bells, mm. um, for those who want to rock and, those are the only there's ones that I couple. can remember right now. There's, there's a, there's a, like this whole movie is just like a bunch of trucks and then it'll stop for a minute and be pretty quiet. And then it's just like, Hell's Bells! And just <laughs> a- AC- and ACDC will just play. And it is, the ACDC is terrible movie music for, like, it is awful. It, there's, they try and use it as, like, suspenseful music in one scene. And it's just like, this is just making it more ridiculous. And the members of ACDC, um, according to the internet, are actually in a boat under the drawbridge as it goes up and, like, tilts. Yeah. Like, to the side, yeah, and all so these that, vehicles are yeah. flying everywhere. So in the start of the movie, they're they're establishing that the machines are going friggin' crazy. So one of them is that like the drawbridge just goes up. Oh, and there's also an Ooh. ACDC logo on a van yes. on the bridge. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder, I can just picture like a 1986 onset Stephen King, a mountain of cocaine just next to him, and he's like, Oh man, I really want to use part of the budget to uh hang out with ACDC yeah. and get the rights to their songs. <laughs> In some of the production meetings, he's probably like they had ACDC playing lowly in the background. He's just like, man, we should really just get ACDC for this movie. And they're just like, Steven, that doesn't make any friggin' sense. We're doing it because it's my movie. And we're, if, I, if, I, if, we, if I don't get ACDC, I'm not doing the movie. Mm. That's probably what happened. And this is like pre-Shawshank Stephen King, too. So I don't know what sort of clout he has at this time in the mid 80s. Uh, just book clout. Yeah, I assume because yeah. there there hasn't been like a huge awards tier. I mean, there's <laughs> been some at Adaptations by this point. Yeah. I think it had happened. Yeah, it happened. Yeah. Ah. It happened one night in the Bangkok. Stephen King's it. Stephen King's it happened one night. Yeah. Mm, that didn't work. Yeah, you suck. Oh, okay. So then it kind of just won it meanders away and shows a bunch of like country bumpkins just like outside of random places and they're just like, oh, they they have terrible dialogue. It's like, hey Phil, you gotta go fill up the truck and get me a bear. Like the like all the the small scenes are just two weird looking people yelling at each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's half that's half of the scenes in the front part. The first 20 minutes, half of it is two weird people. Yelling at each other. Yeah. And sitting. They're always sitting too. It's weird. For the first part. Yeah. And then I don't know, does because uh most of the movie takes place in uh the Dixie Boy truck stop. Yeah, that's probably how they got because that's like the one location 
probably made it really che- cheap to film mm. having the one main location and then everything else is like we can go in the city for a day and film this we can get this done so this is probably but decently cheap minus paying stephen king i mean i don't understand is that city that they were showing with the asshole bank and the bridge tilt is that in <laughs> north carolina bank. i would or- assume so because I'm assuming it's nearby. I think Stephen King has a very negative opinion of North Carolina. Like maybe he went to do a book signing there and people were like, I don't understand comments. And he's like, fucking ignorant. <laughs> Angrily write this screenplay. Because North Carolina. <laughs> I don't so, know. We don't know Stephen King's history in, of North Carolina. So happenings. The, uh, I'd say characters, but let's just call them victims. Victims. Yeah, no, none of the people in this Vaguely movie sketched. None of these, none of the people in this movies have characteristics or are human beings or are people, believable or otherwise. They are just blank slates that will probably die to a truck or something. So the pathetic excuse for a romantic lead is a young Emilio Estevez who's yep. seen mopping up the Dixie Boy truck stop yep. and his evil cigar chomping mustache twirling boss is like you're here on out on parole no one else will hire you so you're gonna be here for nine but clock out yep. for eight <laughs> yeah ha, you're giving me one free hour of work that's like two dollars wee especially in 1986 yeah. Reaganomics ding ding Oh, yeah. And I think that Stephen King thinks like the mid 80s is just about two characters sitting down having weird conversations with each other. Because that's half of that. That's a lot of this movie. He's like, you're going to work for eight and then you're going to go for nine. And we go to like a weird side conversation in the Dixie Boy that's like, I've got guns. Do you got guns? Yep, guns. Yeah. And then it cuts back. This movie is crazy. Oh, and we learn that the comet arrives not only through the title card, but someone in the Dixie Boy is actually reading a newspaper yep. that says in all comet arrives! arrives exclamation oh, point. Oh, man, there's a comet arriving. In case you Ooh. are late for the movie. <laughs> this- and, a- and apparently comets just have mystical green auras i don't know because everything like it turns green. like later in the movie the whole sky the night sky is just green and you can tell it was like painted on afterwards like terrible like sloppily painted on the the background mm. and we have to talk about the iconic truck mm. for this yeah, movie goblin, what is it the, like uh, the, the toy. toy truck yeah it was a some toy truck with like a green goblin type mm. thing on the front it's real weird and so there's there's like a black guy driving that he parks it and he's like does he say like fill her up or something because then he goes to play yeah. pinball and steals cigarettes yeah because that's just well when he gets inside he goes like while he's filling was filling the tank he goes inside and there's they have like this crappy arcade in there mm. and he starts like playing pinball and I think the pinball machine probably calls him an asshole or does something oh it- and the whole arcade starts freaking the hell out and everything starts breaking like the 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 cigarette machine starts shooting stuff out and then all the quarters are pouring out. And apparently because Stephen King is racist, the black guy just has to steal everything. Woo. Well, although to be fair, Oh, I totally, I totally it. steal. I'm all not going to lie. Cigarettes. I like, would steal all the cigarettes. I would steal all those quarters because they're there. Also, I, if I knew that truck stop owner, I'd be like, that guy's a dick. Yeah. I'm taking this stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Yeah. yeah. And who's like the love interest? Does she also work at the truck stop or no, 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 no. She was brought in by, she was hitchhiking to somewhere from Florida. Oh, and the Bible salesman picks her up with the Bible salesman (laughs) who is the worst person in the world. Apparently. Yes. Yeah. No, that's how she got there. This movie makes no friggin' sense. Oh, oh. Oh. And then, um, 
I remember when the the gas station attendant, like the I don't know if it's like the fat guy who like works under the the bigger guy, um, cigar chomper. Mm-hmm. He he's like, oh, no gas is pouring out, and he looks at it, and oh, there's yeah. like the perspective cam of yep. them looking at it, and then it just pours <laughs> gas in his eyes, and he's like, oh, and oh! It, like it burns his eyes, like he can't <laughs> see the rest of the movie. It makes no friggin' sense, like it's shooting acid at him. <laughs> oh, diesel just causes blindness blindness if it shoots right in and your friggin' has, eyes. No, and it doesn't. No, that's not what it does. It doesn't play ACDC. It plays like that '80s, like dun boom like the suspense. Full percussionistic yeah. music, yeah. like boom, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, the no. pump got me. No, and then we go to a happy baseball game oh out my in the God. suburbs. This is probably my favorite scene. Mm, me this, too. Yeah, this is my favorite scene. And just when you thought, so soda like, well, well, like. They like they like win the game and the coach is just like, "Where well, I'm gonna go buy you guys all sodas." <laughs> Whoop a doo! And he runs over to the soda machine and he's just like, mm, "Children need sodas," so he like he buys sodas and then it doesn't come out. So obviously, when the soda doesn't come out, you get on your hands and knees and look into the freaking flap thing. Another perspective cam. Yes, and, and two just huh? yeah, and it just starts pegging him in the skull with soda. Until he's dead. He dies by soda. He gets like it hit in the kills face. him. He starts bleeding yes. and he gets like a concussion and lies face down. And it like it how many kids does it hit with like projectiles? Oh, like soda? six. <laughs> and then then like the main kid, like the special like the the kid we follow for the rest of the movie, he gets like on like the catcher's mask and he starts crawling towards the guy and he's just like, Are you alive? Nope, totally dead by soda. Okay, I'm going this way. And then a friggin' steamroller goes through the fence because that's evil and now and, and it's it's it, like a, it's chasing a kid and it squishes the kid and just oh there's a kid pancake not, not the one hero no kid, not the hero like kid just, just some random away. kid and when they're running away from the soda machine it's like pegging them right in the friggin head while they're running away <laughs> oh this scene is friggin oh so good if you've ever oh. wanted to see some little shit kid, if you just wanted, get if you want over. children's to be run over and hit by soda cans, watch that scene or the whole movie or a steamroller. I mean, oh. I can say that I've definitely oh, thought about that some it's days. It's so good. This that's my favorite scene. Mm. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so we meet the Bible salesman in on the highway. Yeah, and I call him Mister Grope because he's he like totally tries to like. Oh yeah. He talks about manners <laughs> He's a lot. Like, you know, back in the olden days, Christ the bibbity boop bop. <laughs> Christ something, let me He's grope like, you. You know the you should put out because God. Because <laughs> I sell Bibles. I I'm a weird van guy. Yeah, hey. But yeah. in a convertible. But in a convertible. Apparently selling Bibles gives me crap yeah. loads of money and I can buy what a What kind of Bibles is he selling? I mean, expensive like, ones, expensive apparently. Expensive ones? They're leather bound. Just go rent a motel for cheaper and there's just one in the drawer. <laughs> Done. You can get a Bible if you want one. That's very simple. <laughs> you don't have to have some guy walk up to your door and be like, rap a tap tap. That's me tapping on your door. Hey, buy a Bible. Because that's what you do when you're a salesman. And so they, don't they get there like right as shit's about to go down and they like get in there and she's like, oh, Emilio Estevez, you're so hunky dory. Yeah. Mm. And he's like, oh, oh man, I can't get away with that, you know, a sexual assault that I was going to do. Ah, shucks. Uh, oh, Bibles. I don't know, <laughs> something. Yeah. 
And so then we cut away once again to other assorted victims, not yep. characters, the inbred newlyweds. Oh, they are so like they like, look so weird. They look like brother and sister. They really do. And they're like who drives that far like they're like she isn't she still in like her friggin' wedding dress? Yes. Okay. And because that's sensible to drive around in. There's an air of desperation about their marriage. I just feel like they're two people that definitely settled for one another. Just like, well, we're already 30 and well, uh, we're both heterosexual and uh, well, whatever. (laughs) Married again. Stephen King does not think that much of North Carolina. I guess not. Bible salesman, Uh, inbred newlyweds. Yeah, mm, that probably sums up North Carolina. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe just judging from this movie. Yes. Yes. Oh, we forgot the scene where um the 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 kid who escapes the soda killer machine. Yes. Like he's sneaking through the neighborhood and he sees like people that are like destro- like their all their bodies just obliterated underneath like uh lawnmowers and stuff and like hit by cars. Oh no. Oh, oh, do you remember there's like a woman that was trapped in the car yeah, and tried to just- crawl out? She tried to crawl out yep. and it, the the window closed on her neck and her hands and she died apparently would she be decapitated if either decapitated i guess she just suffocated i don't know there was a bit of blood i don't i don't know it's just vague splatters of blood like not consistent just in case you didn't think she was dead there's blood now she's dead now you know she's dead like just the random assortment and then there's like a possessed male truck that's like no no no. it's an ice cream truck there was a mail truck. No, like, no, there no. was a dead guy in a mail truck. I think there, Prob- there was probably yeah. a dead guy in a mail truck. There's a bunch of dead people down this street <laughs> dying for. Oh, no. There was also. Um, oh, what was it? There was a woman in a window of a house as well. And she was killed some stupid way. Uh, I think it was a hairdryer or something. Yep. And it's like attached <laughs> to her face. Like, and she's just hanging out a window because I can only think about the props department and Stephen King being like, just grab any assorted plot. Is it is it electrical? It can kill a guy. Put it on that extra there. That put some blood on him. We're we're done. My job is finished. Yeah, no, that's probably what happened. And like the 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 ice cream truck is trying to find survivors or something, and he like hide behind hides behind a bush so the ice cream truck doesn't. See him. Uh, How can it sense him anyway? Like, can the consciousness it can I, take over machines? But it doesn't but know where things are it unless sense, it's in a proximity. It can sense organic living things, though, because like the truck. I guess, yeah. Like the the toys truck. The uh, what is it called? Um, oh, I don't remember. Whatever the toy company is that owns the thingamajiggy with the goblin the goblin truck. yeah the goblin truck. the goblin truck it like drives all the way over to a corner of the dixie boy and stays parked there yeah and then emilio estevez goes to check it out and he's like huh huh all right nothing wrong here <laughs> who's, they're back. like who's driving that their truck it, isn't this after it tri- uh, well no it ran it like when it was getting filled up it like drove away or something. it drove off into the corner yeah like, but nobody was in it, Who was driving it? Oh, mysteries. And then later on, there's um, there's the like, like a giant garbage truck filled with all of this like waste. Yeah, that that's just there, and then it like comes to life and 
kills somebody. I just remember there's like a huge garbage. Oh, it's a trash and garbage removal truck. Yep. Because trash and, and garbage. garbage. They are separate things, mm-hmm. and you need to list both of them on your truck. Because apparently redundancy is, you know, necessary for In a North Carolina. Yes. Yeah, according to Stephen King. They're like, they'll take my trash, but what about my garbage? I don't know if they'll <laughs> take I, just, I don't know that I need to get both my, 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 my trash and my garbage taken away. <laughs> taken away from taken here. Taken away from my house. Oh no, there, there's a, there's a, I think it's the Bible salesman. He's like, I'm going to get out of here. Oh And yeah. he like walks out to his car. And it like just oh, dumps no, no, it no. on his it's car, not, doesn't it's it? The, it's the dad who works, the dad of baseball kid. Yes. Who got the diesel in his face? Yes. The diesel he's acid. Like, he's like, I can see now I'm going to go. I'm fine. And you clearly can't do anything. He's just stumbling. He's like, there's no shitty. sort of comet thing there. And he's. He uh, is about to get to his car and he's there's like some shitty 80 yard line like, oh, I dropped my keys. And he just leans yep. over to get his keys and then he gets run over by the, the guy. Uh, it was the goblin the garba- truck. No, it was the it was the garbage truck. Was it? Yeah. It just goes. You just see. Ah, and then splat. Like, dead. <laughs> blood everywhere. Very dead. For those about to. Re- boom. Yep. Hells bells. Dead I wish guy. that they would do dead that like, just a guitar riff every time that Squip it, 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 boom, yeah. dead. Yeah, dead and guy. When the inbred newlyweds are like driving towards it, like, oh, there's all these broken down things. We should find people. It's just like I'm like, nobody's chasing them. Why is there Apparently it's very intense to be driving into a truck stop that you don't know has anything happening with it. And so then all these trucks come to life. And start circling the Dixie Boy truck stop. Yeah. Because they all have gas in them. Yep. And, like, that's the most frightening thing. They're all just in there. They're just circling and circling. Because later on, spoiler alert, the trucks actually try to run them all over and destroy the the truck stop by driving through the front of it. Which, why wouldn't they do that in the first place? But they don't do that. In, like, the full full first 50 minutes, they just... They're just circling it. Because eh, the trucks, I don't know. Something about trucks. And so the uh, inbred newlyweds drive up. They see the circling and circling and and then they're like, there's a gap. Drive. And so they get up to the middle of it. Uh, One of the trucks breaks formation and they're like, oh, no, they're not going to make it as if they know or care about these people. Oh, no. Random humans. Oh, no. They're going to get there. And then this truck is about to is about to come down on top of them and they're like, Oh no. And then Mr. Cigar Chomper comes out and has a, a rocket, rocket launcher. Yeah, he straight up has a rocket launcher and he blows the shit out of that truck blows the fuck up <laughs> because he shoots it with a rocket launcher. And then he reloads. He has more. He has more friggin' rockets. I, I guess South. And then one of the characters is like, how do you have that? And he's like, shut up. Shut up. You don't know me. This is the South. We have hey. armaments to the teeth. Because that's just what truck stop owners own is rocket launchers. In the basement of the Dixie what, later, Boy. Yeah. yeah. There's a huge armory. Dude's like, got a, dude could arm like 50 guys. Well, yeah, he like, could arm them well. There's assault rifles. There's rockets. I think he had a mortar. He probably he, he probably had a mortar down there. It is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it's good. I also one thing we forgot to mention so far is that whenever there's a close up of a truck, 
it is making monster noise noises monster noises like it'll just have a close up of a truck and the truck will just grrr like it doesn't even sound like an engine revving it straight up is like growling yeah not not with an engine it's just going grrr at you it's uh, yeah i even wrote down there's like a red truck like okay so question about the consciousness comet good luck it Okay, so why the hell does this comet consciousness machine thing care about a bunch of bumpkins in a Dixie Boy truck stop in the South? Shouldn't it be going after world leaders or something? I think it's because of the gas. You can get gas anywhere. Why is it in the middle of, like, North Carolina? Because nearby? I don't and, know. And it, it doesn't never, make any it sense. It never it takes over no the sense. inbred newlyweds car, though. Nope. It can take over any machine. But that one, apparently, And yet yeah. it doesn't take no, control it doesn't of do anything of that one. Almost any of the machines inside the truck stop or no. that car particularly. Oh, 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 we forgot to mention. Oh, in, in, the begin- in the earlier parts of the movie, the, like, cook lady, she's, like, using an electric knife. <gasps> oh, yeah! And it just straight up goes into her ah! It goes into her arm and probably should have gone through the arm, but doesn't because. Oh, and then later she goes outside when the trucks are. Yes. And they're like, no, don't do it. She's like, we created you. How could you turn on us? We created you. (laughs) She does this like three times as well. She just runs outside and starts yelling at trucks. And she's the best actress in the movie. Mm, Yeah, probably. Mm. Yeah, probably. Next to what is his name? Bubba. He- oh, Bubba God. Hendershot. Yep, Hendershot. Which, by the way, terrible name. Not a name. That's not a last name. <laughs> I don't. That's uh, just not a not a last name. Oh, we forgot. Oh, after the rocket launcher scene, like Hero, which is apparently his name, whatever the main guy's name is, doesn't um, matter. Bill. Oh, mm, good choice there. <laughs> Bill, the hero. Like does some heroic thing, and the- <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. tell me more. Oh, okay. So like the the lady that was the the love interest that was like riding with the Bible salesman walks up or like runs up Brett. to him. Brett is her name. Brett. Okay, that's a terrible. That's not much of a girl's name. That's usually oh, well. a dude's name. Regardless, have Brett if you want. I don't care. <laughs> Um, runs up to him and she's just like, wow, you sure are a hero. So every time she's just like, hey, hero, and just keeps referring to him as hero. And then when they totally fuck and then it doesn't show it, it just shows like, like, it's a weird, like, hey, these feet are moving down there. Oh, yeah, they totally like, just show the just foot the, of the bed. Yeah, no, it just shows four feet just moving around. And it's just like, yeah, they did it. All right. And then, then it goes to the shot of like them in bed, like he's shirtless and everything. And she's just like, man, you sure do make love like a hero. I'm just like, you know what? Fuck you for that line. How that does was she awful. know what a hero fucks that, like? Why she's in a, she gets in vans with Bible salesmen. It like, wasn't a van. That was a convertible, first well, off. Also, yes, this is, that was dumb. That was real dumb. Yeah, mm, that happened in this movie. Uh, oh, and then there's the line that explains the title of the movie. Yes, um, there's uh, I forget who says it. Is it? It uh, was the, no, it waitress it, lady, or is it Brett? That it says, was Brett. Yeah, it's Brett. She's like, that's what I was doing before every machine in the world went into maximum overdrive. Yep, and then yeah, movie. Mm, that's the title. Oh, I get it. Ah, went into maximum overdrive. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, going back to the. Uh, the 
Oh, it says here that it's an M72 law rocket shot. Yeah, that's the law. They ask him where he got it, and he says, I found it in my Christmas stocking. What? I missed that line. That's great. Wow. Wow. That is the best explanation of where you got a rocket launcher. I found it in my Christmas stocking. Shut up. It's to blow up policemen's. I don't know. And so they just seemingly are waiting completely conflict free inside of the truck stop. And then we go back to baseball kid and he there's like a plane that oh my god yes flies down at him the plane sees him and then immediately starts to dive bomb him and then just hits into the ground and then the music just just wrecks itself on the ground trying to hit him that was an acdc rip it was oh of course it was an fucking plane coming for you yeah no, that's what it was. And then inside of the bathroom of the Dixie, oh my boy, God, this there scene. is like a this bunch scene. of pinup nudie pics. <laughs> yeah, in the stalls. Yeah, it's just like the most sexist, like, hey, look at these. Hey, look at that. North mm. Carolina. You need that when you're pooing. <laughs> mm. Oh, boy. I mean, what's a poo without looking at <laughs> naked pictures? <laughs> North Carolina. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Class. Oh, and then there's a bathroom dispenser, like a towel dispenser that just says Poontang on what? it. What? <laughs> oh, yeah. It just says that the, on the, the dispenser. Men's restroom just. I don't know what that machine would be for, but I love that it's there. I don't know. Is it the condom machine or is it? I think it was a I paper assume, towel dispenser. I would assume it's a condom machine. <laughs> that would make sense with the, the word on it, but. I don't know. Well, it's almost like a consumer reminder for straight guys who are like, oh, why do I need to buy? Oh, yeah. Poontang. That's what it's for. Yeah. The fucking. Oh, my God. Oh, and one of his coworkers is like taking a shit and he's like, you're going to get you're going to get in trouble. Yeah. Because you totally just talk to someone while they're, you know, pooing like, hey. Hi, person in the stall next to me while I'm urinating. How's it going? Oh, it's going good, except for this poo is really worse than I thought it would be. Oh, okay, good. I hope you work well now. (laughs) And then so we cut back to Baseball Kid. This is after the lovemaking. You sure to make love like a hero. Best line. Thanks, Stephen King, for putting the hero's journey into Yeah, probably. Probably the. I don't think we'd know he was the hero of this movie unless she said it 20 billion times in this movie. That's true. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have known because he doesn't have a character. And then uh, For Those About to Rock starts playing as the yeah. kid goes through the sewer. Yep. And he's just like, For Those About to Rock. Well, for, we yeah. well before he goes, before he gets to the, the Dixie, the, the Dixie boy. The, the sentient machine gun cart shows up. Oh, yes. The sentient mis- machine yeah. gun cart yep. and the. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just like a machine gun strapped it's, to like a buggy. <laughs> it's it's a flat platform with wheels with a machine gun on it. That's what this is. That's. Mm, mm, yeah. I, yep, I, I don't know what to tell you guys. That's what it is. And so uh, 
I think they try to make a run for it because a uh, grope man tries to run for his car and oh yeah because uh, it gets like smashed up yeah he gets smashed into like the ditch that leads to the sewer and he's like I'm gonna get out of here I got bibles to sell and he's like boink and then boom and he lands in some gross gross ditch with just filled with mud or shit or something and they're like we gotta go know. out there and save him and that's where that like there's like a sewer that's the entrance to the Dixie boy from outside. Apparently they just have a sewer entrance exit thing. That's there. That's where it is. Yep. And that's how they find out about it. And he's like moving. And at first I'm like, so the comet can control dead people too. When the kid gets there. Yeah. When the yeah. kid gets there. Yeah. Yeah. He's there. And then he's just like, eh, some, he says something like, help me or I'm going to kill you. I don't know which one it was. I wish that the kid had a, had a rocket launcher. Yeah, the, <laughs> blows him the fuck up. Yeah. He's like North Carolina. Meat junk. Just <laughs> I found meat, it in yeah. my I found it in my Hanukkah stocking. <laughs> yeah. Hanukkah stocking. That's what it is. My Kwanzaa stocking? Yeah, that could be it too. Assorted holiday stockings. Yes. My Easter celebratory day of gift giving stocking. Oh. Okay, so they call Mr. Hendershot Boss Hog. Boss Hog. But, and for most of his lines near the end of the movie, like the middle part, he just mumbles. He's just like, fucking get out yeah. there. I got a rocket launcher. If you want to live, Dub over his lines, like, because um, in the old James Bond films, like famously in Goldfinger, the German actor who played Goldfinger was dubbed over by another actor because his lines were so poorly read. So unintelligible. Well, and he doesn't like he doesn't speak English well. He got the yeah. role and they're like, you're great. And then he's like, blah, blah, blah. it's like Tor Johnson trying yeah. to speak like. <laughs> you take little, you take white woman, put in car. They used to do that all the time in like international spy things where they're just like, well, we can just have. I don't know. Steve, go over his voice. We can have Richard him do that. Yeah. You know, famous actor Mick status A-list do it. Yeah. That one. Okay, so uh it and then so it's been three days. The comet then discovers after three days of timeline in the movie that it's like, huh. I've got big trucks driving in aimless circles. Why don't I try to break the fucking walls down to kill those people? Yep. It only took him three days to figure that yep. out. A consciousness. Was this before or after they refueled? Uh, this is before. Okay. No, yeah. no, no. It, it's, it's this. And then uh grope man dies. And then the machine gun shows up and yeah. that's like and kills like, like three of them and then it uh, like has the what's the thing that communicates with them like the screechy morse code or whatever and then they're like it Ooh. says pump gas for us or die yeah and uh the only person who knows morse code is the child yep yeah baseball yeah. kid baseball <laughs> kid knows knows morse code because of course he does he plays baseball mm-hmm. yeah all right, before you go play shortstop, <laughs> tell me uh, I finished my algebra homework in Morse code. Yep. He's like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, because that, that's that's just what you need to know. That, that's what you need to know when you play baseball is Morse code. Well, yeah, every time you throw the ball, it makes one character in the Morse, and then you keep throwing yeah. it until you finish the, the sentence. Yeah, that's what. Why do you think there are nine innings? So you can finish the sentence. Yeah. 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 And because or of the a word and the Illuminati. Okay. Yeah, probably. Yep. 
probably Illuminati. So yeah, there's just a big, I don't know where the 50 caliber machine gun on this, wasn't 50, but yeah, still regardless. this buggy. It's just there. It's a cart with a machine gun. Who built it? Why is it there? How did it get there? I don't fucking know. And why don't they just try to get it to shoot at them until it runs out of ammo? Because it needs gas. And so do the rest of them. I don't know. I'm guessing that's why. But it's got like a, what, like two, how many hundred rounds does it have? 100. And it fires at least that many at them through the thing before conveying the pump gas or else. Oh, yeah. It fills the fuck. It fills the the thing with lead. The whole rest. But yet there's still a huge magazine on the buggy that's just like. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. how did it reload? Yep. Because if you uh-huh, if they sure can't did. pump their own gas, how the hell do they reload their own bullets into buggy guns? Apparently they do. I don't know. Eighties L- logic. Yes. Eighties so, logic. Eighties yeah. techno logic. Yep. They're like, uh, okay, I guess we'll pump gas or else, and so they start pumping gas, which Hell's Bells plays over. Mm-hmm. Well, Hell's Bells, Hell's Bells, and then they're just pumping I'm gas into trucks. To you. Like this, this, it is the most boring footage. And then they put hell's bells on top of it. Cause that needed to be spruced the fuck up. There's, there's an, and they look, they look, they look fucking exhausted after doing, Oh man, I really got to pump this gas. Oh man. Standing next to a truck is sure is hard work. Yep. Mmm, man. Woo wee. Dude. Oh, and can I mention that Mr. Hendershot's car says Bubba on the license plate? Oh, does it? Yes. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. I mean, that should just be my license plate now. Bubba. Yeah, no reason. Are you moving to North Carolina? I might be. Oh. Just because of this movie. I mean, they have inbred newlyweds and racism. So you're a fan of racism? No, but I need to go there and live there. For the racism. I guess. I don't know what I'm saying. Probably. So your your main argument for moving to the South is incest exists. And so does racism. Probably because of some shitty movie you yeah. saw. And so does racism. That those are my apparently that's my qualifications for living somewhere. Even though most of the cast is white and the only person of color is depicted as a cigarette stealing yes. toy company employee. Also gets killed very quickly. Yes. Yeah. Well it's it's the eighties. The black guy always dies first. It, yeah, it's Hollywood. It happens. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now we've all right. So now that we've gone over my moving plans, <laughs> <coughs> yeah, I, I, I'd say I'd come visit, but I really won't. You sure you don't want any, you don't want any incest and racist racism pie? Pie? I don't know. You can you can make pie out out of, out of concepts. Yeah. Yep. Concept pie. High concept pie. Let's go and have a slice, shall we? I prefer low concept pie. Oh, do you? Yeah. Okay. It's a little bit too high concept, like this movie. Mm, yeah. The high concept trucks. What kill things? Done. Yeah. Snakes, Done. Snakes That's on a plane. What's that about? Snakes that what kill people on when what on, kill people? Yeah. Snakes. Snakes what kill people on? Oh, planes. you know. Yeah. Okay, so they keep pumping the gas, and then it runs out, and then the toy truck's like... It makes more monster noises. Yep, more monster noises out of trucks. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's what happens. Like some kidnapped deaf person you have locked in your trunk, just screaming to get out. Because that's what we all know what sounds that way. Or some whale being decrypted through like a... A, decrypti- a, a whale decryptograph. A whale decryptograph. Yeah. 
One of those. Our apologies to all deaf people. And whales. And whales. We, I'm sorry, whales. Or, and all deaf whales. All deaf whales. We are so sorry. We have offended you deeply. And I personally apologize for that. Aaron is personally apologetic for that. I am. He can see it physically through his eyeballs with his... And you can hear it... Cones and rods. With sincerity through, through your voice. ear lodgings. Through my voice. I am sincerely apologizing. Actually, it sounds like you're sincerely having a throat cancer. <laughs> now, that, that, that's close to what this, uh, <coughs> the trucks sound like. Mm, yeah. So then it pulls up like a gas tank thing and it and then because they run it. out of they run out of gas and then it's just like man we can't fill you no more we ain't got no more gas because that's apparently what they talk like in you know, to me and then it's just like well guess what we got a truck with more gas in it go woo done you know and you know what I really love about this movie is that the studios got all of my letters about me wanting to know how to run a gas station get the daily grind of a gas station yeah and this movie really taught me how you yeah. know. Listening to classic rock, pumping gas, I sweating. I would, I would not call ACDC classic rock. Rock. Just there rock. you go. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Just Listen. saying. <laughs> yeah. Stephen King really taught me something here. And I've learned that I never, ever, 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 ever want to go or live there. North Carolina? There. Yes. Or truck stops. Both. You don't want to live in a truck stop? No. You sure? It, even, we can arrange this. Even though I... I Sympathize with Emilio Estevez. And you have a sweet spot for hash browns. Yes. Okay. And people who can arm a small yeah. rebel force. <laughs> to take out people, something. oppressive forces. Uh, North Koreans, I don't know. Something. Yep, because the North Koreans can Yeah, because totally... they're just going to yep. hop on a friggin' boat and just go to North Carolina. That's what's going to- A country f- that can't yeah. afford to feed their own people can suddenly afford to attack, launch a full-scale attack. Against a truck stop in North Carolina. That's yeah. what he's saving up for. Because that is geographically closest to North, Car- of, North Korea. Of course it is. North Carolina and North Korea, they're just capturing all the yeah, North. Yeah, North Cuz. They're, they're, like, they're de- <laughs> battling North Cuz. Yeah. After that, it's North Dakota. But the cuz is later. Dakota. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. No. But they're next. Yes. They're closest. And this movie is basically like a big movie monster truck rally, like a multi-million dollar monster truck rally, because Bubba, like Mr. Hendershot's like, I got me one of them boats that we can get away on. Oh, yeah. I didn't mention that before. I, lo- I love that they take... Us, like the assault rifles and the machine guns. Because what the fuck is that going to do in a semi-truck? They're bullets. They're yeah. not going to... Of course, then again, I say that, and then the ice cream truck chases them at one point, and they just shoot at it with bullets until it blows up. Because yeah. that's how fucking bullets and trucks work. You just shoot a truck with a bunch of bullets, and it'll blow the fuck well, up. It's, that's just what, that's what happens. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. That's, it would have to be made bullet, out of pure gasoline. Now, still no. Yeah. Still wouldn't happen. It, it would be like, you have like a... A line of open propane tanks that are all leaking yeah. gas. Yeah, and, and you have to you have incendiary sh- yeah. rounds, and then maybe. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's not going to happen. But because movie. Because movie, you can blow it up with two people just shooting bullets at. I wrote uh, Jewel Thief Splat. Like, who stole jewelry? Because they get to the, the boat thing. Like, they all make a run for the cars. Is and, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, before the... Before the ice cream truck chases them, they find like a car and there's like a woman in it that's dead because that's what is happening. 
And then she has like a, a ring, like a giant ring with a fucking stupid big diamond. And one of them is just like, hey, I'm taking this. And then the, the ice cream truck runs him over. Yep. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's- doesn't he like trip or something? And yes. then it's just like the, the lights aren't on, on the ice cream trucks. And then it's like, ding, 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 dur, 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 dur. yeah, like the ice cream music. And then it goes into ACDC kind of guitar licks and then he dies. Oh, no, no. It's the goblin truck that kills him. Yes. Yes. The goblin truck kills him. That's right. Yeah. He loots a female corpse. Yes. Oh, and the truck also is capable. It took an entire rock like law hit to it. And, and it's fine. Completely fine. And then they shoot it again. Because and goblins. And, and then it, it blows up and they get on the boats. And then they're because uh, the boat's fine. Well, it's a sailboat. So it's technically not mechanical. So, if, yeah. Yeah. Right. And so then it goes to like the really, really interesting end title card which we will read for you right now give me spooky music cue two days after a large ufo was destroyed in space by a russian weather satellite which happened to be equipped with a laser cannon and class 4 nuclear missiles approximately six days later the earth passed beyond the tail of Rhea M Exactly as predicted. The survivors of the Dixie Boy are still survivors. Well, hasbells! If you thought that didn't fit there, that's the entire part of the movie. And then it's over. Then credits. That's that's the end of the movie. That's that's maximum overdrive. It it's, just that um, it's like a terrible Twilight Zone episode where nobody learns anything. Or and there's no lesson to teach. Nope. Yeah, no, I'm not. It's just trucks kill things. Because and it doesn't explain anything. It's just like, well, we got on a boat. They don't. They're like, can we go to an island? I guess. Sure. I guess they're hanging out on a boat until it's, trucks stop. I don't know. It's the same. Well, then wouldn't it be like speedboats come after them and shit? I wish. Wouldn't that happen? Maximum overdrive two. Uh, it's, Cruise control. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, done. And they run into Tom Cruise control. It's, no, it's it's. I oh know. yeah, I get it. I was, just, I was thinking a speed two uh, yeah, I know. crossover with Jason yeah. Patrick. I was just making a Tom Cruise control joke. Yeah, I, I got it. Because Cruise is in both of them. Yeah. Mm. Words that are the same. Because you know, laser cannons just shoot down. It, so it's a UFO or it's a comet. It's a UFO. But the comet is also a th- separate thing from the UFO, or the comet is at the same time as the UFO, which is the cause of the machinery. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That The answer is yes. Oh. Well, I guess that answers all my questions. You're welcome. You're very welcome, sir. Okay, Aaron. Would Does this belong in the catastrophe section? <laughs> Fuck yes. I love this movie. Yeah. I'm, I, I need to buy... I'm, I'm, I'm going to go buy a fucking Blu-ray of this. I love yep. it. Oh, I love this movie. It is so dumb. So let's go. Yeah, I, I agree. It definitely belongs there. So enjoyable. So enjoyable. Uh, so let's go to counterpoints. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Woo. See who liked this and are correct people who will enjoy this movie. Um, There's only two reviews on here. Okay, because um, it's an older movie. Steve Crum from video. Steven Crum. Dot dash review master dot com. Says, wow, that sounds fucking legit. Truck stop attacked by mechanical objects, including trucks gone awry. Based on Stephen King's story. That's the review. Yep. Three it, out of five. 
so he it's a summary. It. Yeah. That's not a review. Ew. He gave it a three out of five. That is 50 fucking percent. That is straight in the middle. Just like, this is what this movie happened. Well, it's a little more because 2.5 would be 50. Well, like, yeah, but you like know. It's like a 65. So. Yeah. It's a 60 out of 100. Um, and then the other one says Shannon J. Harvey from the Sunday Times in Australia writes Ooh. a suitably schlocky Stephen King story. Fair. That's about right. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It was oh, good. There's some other ones. Uh, Brian McKay. This is a um, user. Oh, no, it's a rotten one. Brian McKay of efilmcritic.com writes, most of the characters are so annoying that you want them to die. Yes. Dot, dot, dot. A recipe for a railroad spike lobotomy migraine. Oh, okay. That's a thing that you say. Um, Ooh, I like Julie Sandel from Juicy Cerebellum writes, maximum crap. It sort of revived ACDC if that matters. (laughs) (laughs) What they were, were they going down in that? I guess I don't, I don't know. I wasn't alive. I was, I was uh, two more not, not living. Ken Hankey from Mountain Ken Express in Asheville, North Carolina. Might I? Oh, right. we got a local. This is why other people usually direct King's writing two out of five. Oh, okay. Yep. Austin Kennedy from sin magazine. Another rotten says Stephen King has admitted himself that he was coked out of his mind during <laughs> the making of this. Well, dot, 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 duh. I, I appreciate you being with next time Stephen King directs a movie. We better deliver him cocaine. Yep. Cause I, I loved this movie. Oh, we oh. made you walk at your turn on. Oh, we made you trucks. Oh, okay. So what is the percentage that this has on Rotten Tomatoes, Aaron? 40 lower 12 higher. Okay. 20. 17. 17. There's no consensus, but it's got two fresh and 10 rotten. It's an older movie. That's how it goes. There's not that many reviews. And the audience score is 51% liked it based on an average of 2.9 out of 5 out of about 45,000 people who voted on it. So I guess people just enjoyed it, sort of, maybe. I loved it. As you know. Um, So, Aaron, how much did this movie cost to make? Uh, 10 mil. Lower. Nine. Yes. Okay. I said it earlier. And how I, much did it make? Oh, two. Higher. 20. Lower. <laughs> Six. Seven million and four hundred thirty-three thousand and six hundred sixty-three dollars mm. worldwide. Oh, man. Oh, that is a fucking moneymaker. And by maker, I mean loser. And so uh, for fun. Uh, so the producer of this, Dino De Laurentiis, uh, funded it for $9 million. They actually erected the entire Dixie boy truck stop set for the movie. Yeah. It looked like it. That makes sense. Uh, they also completely built the happy toys company. Oh yeah. Uh, car from, tr- uh, scratch the, the, the goblin truck. Um, and then there's, Oh, so they actually did film this in Wilmington, North Carolina. All right. So, um, oh, and it, it, interestingly, it was a convincing enough set that they built for the Dixie boy that several semi-truck drivers tried to stop in and eat there. Some even tried to refuel. 
All right. Eventually, the producers had to erect signs informing the truckers that it was fake and not real. Okay. And that it was just a movie set. So, um, ooh, and after filming wrapped, they set they partially demolished it with explosives. Yeah, we saw that. Um, they did blow it up somehow. They transformed it, and they oh, and locals bought the Dixie Boy set and transformed it into a working truck stop. That's actually kind of cool. And was fully functional three or four years in, later until it went bankrupt and was torn down in the late 80s. Oh. And some signposts for the Dixie Boy still exist today. Oh, I, I would have liked to visit there, actually. That would have been cool. And so apparently there were some accidents on set, too. So like oh, the, ice clean, the ice cream truck flipped over a few times. <laughs> yeah. And the stunt, a bunch of stunts didn't go according to plan. Um, Let's see. Uh... Oh, a radio-controlled lawnmower used in a scene went out of control and struck oh. a block of wood used as a camera support, shooting out wood splinter, which injured the director of photography. <laughs> as a result, he lost an eye. What? And he sued Stephen King what? for $18 million oh in damages due to unsafe work practices, and it was settled out of court. Wow. He lost a fucking eye to this movie. Yep. Dear God. Some That's hilarious. That, some people wish that they had lost more. <laughs> so in an that interview, um, Stephen King has been asked why he hasn't directed a movie since. And he says, just watch Maximum Overdrive. I disagree, Stephen King. I think you should make more movies. And so him being a, a former cocaine addict, like the reviewer said, he later admitted that he was coked out of, his, out of his mind the entire time he was making this movie and often didn't know what he was doing. No, he re really? He remarked that he'd like to be directing it again someday, this time sober. I don't know. Maximum Overdrive is pretty fucking great. It really is. Oh, I love it. Oh, and it does say ACDC was selected to make f the music for the movie by Stephen King himself. So yeah, that does. That's, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, it makes sense. Mm. Look at that guy. He looks like he likes, he, he's like that kind trying to be cool dad. You know what I mean? He's got like the long hair and he's like, ah, I'm old, but I'm still young at heart because ACDC. I don't know. <laughs> Um, he's a weird looking dude. As he well. really is. He's also really old now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Aaron, what this movie was nominated for some Razzies, Ooh. which ones were, is it nominated for? Uh, I'm guessing actor and actress. Probably, probably couple, uh, worst screen couple. No, just worst Good. actor for Emilio Estevez and Good. worst director for Stephen King. Okay. I'd assume that you'd be like worst screen couple. Cause dear God, you, you're a hero. Yeah, we get it. Shut the fuck up. We know. Um, oh, and there's actually uh, two notable critics um, from the who wrote the Encyclopedia of Science Fiction actually revisited Maximum Overdrive, and they ha submitted a reappraisal of it, uh, admitting that the film's many flaws, but also arguing that several scenes display enough visual style to suggest that King may not entirely be without talent as a director. Yeah, probably not. Mm -hmm. Like he probably would actually do some some decent wacky shit. Yeah, and he also uh, Stephen King has also gone on record as saying that Maximum Overdrive is the absolute worst adaptation of any of his work ever. Oh, probably. Yep, I'm sure it is. Uh, yeah. And there's actually an episode of The Simpsons called Maximum Homer Drive. Of course there is. Mm. Mm. Uh, and it looks like that's about it. So. All right. 
let's move into our final segment. What's on our radar this week? Aaron, what's on your radar this week? Um, I think we're both going to be recommending the same thing because we watched it together. It was fucking awesome. I forget awesome. the name of it, though. Coherence or Coherence, Imitation yes. Game? Well, both, actually. Coherence is this weird... Uh, the fuck do you describe it? It's like a mumblecore movie mixed with Twilight Zone. Define for people what mumblecore is. It's it's it where it's like it's not shot like it's shot very basically like they just have a camera and they don't like do much lighting or anything. It's like it's very low budget and it's all dialogue essentially. Like it's it's like like usually it's shot in like a director's house or like a buddy's house or something and it's really like low and it's just really concentrating on dialogue. So it's like that mixed with uh, Twilight Zone. A lot of people don't like mumblecore, and I do usually don't either. But uh, this was fucking cool as hell. So it's it's it's, it's uh, I don't really know what else to say about it. It's fucking weird. It's weird, and I enjoyed the hell out of it. I didn't think I would, but I did. It was good. Um, oh, what else, man? The imitation game. Yeah, imitation game was also really good. With the uh, the the Benedict Bumberbatch, or Benedict Cumberbatch for those who, Benedict Bumbershoot. Yes. Yeah, that one doing uh, World War Two code breaking thing. Mm-hmm. Yep, code breaking thing. How descriptive. Yeah, thank you. Mm. You're welcome. You're shut up. Oh man. Butts. Mm. Is that all? Yeah, I think so. Okay, uh, what I've been watching is I watched the uh, Fargo miniseries that was on FX this year. It's probably one of my favorite things of 2014. It's got Martin Freeman, Billy Bob Thornton, um, and a bunch of other people because you can get A-list actors into like a limited series. It's only 10 episodes. It's really cinematic. There's this one particular sequence. I'm going to describe it without spoilers where it's like this action set piece inside of this office building, but you see it happens through windows until someone gets thrown out of it. In which case you see it continue. And the sound design tells you about the events as it goes up three flights of stairs. It's really cool. It's actually got some care, some character actors that you wouldn't expect to be in there. It's got a uh, key and peel in a uh, supporting roles kind of playing against with and against type. So it's a really good kind of like dark morality play. Billy Bob Thornton is just fantastic as like the, basically the devil himself is how you could describe how his character is portrayed. Um, so that's really good. I also went and saw big eyes, which is, uh, stars Amy Adams and Christoph Waltz that tells the, uh, Margaret Keene story, which is like the big eyes paintings from the late fifties and early sixties. So, Walter Keene, Christoph Waltz actually took credit for it where Margaret Keene actually, you know, uh, painted them. And so they finally got like a lawsuit then. And it kind of just depicts their marriage and all that stuff. It's a really good Oscar contender. So that movie's fantastic, especially for Amy Adams. I really hope she gets some awards love for that. So that's big eyes in Fargo. And that's what's on my radar this week. Yeah. So Aaron, what will we be reviewing next time? Well, um, since uh, obviously this is late. Very late. Very late. So we had some data issues where shit just fucked. They disappeared. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. So if, uh, got eaten by Twilight Zone stuff. I don't know. Data vampires. They got it. Um, so a couple episodes got fucking deleted when we have to recorded them. So we uh that included the Christmas episode mm-hmm. which with the cranks. We were doing Christmas with the cranks with two special guests. With with the 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 two special guests we always have on. We say we did, we're saying special guests. You you if you've listened, you know the two because they're the friggin' same. We all know it's gonna be pseudo Aaron and Glenn. Yep. Yeah, it's going to be them. I'm not going to lie to you. So we are working on getting that re-recorded at some point in January and getting that to you when we can. Yeah, we'll get that to you when we can. But as of now, we are going to be doing a special New Year's Eve episode that will that will air on. Uh, we're going to put it out on New Year's Day and we are doing the movie New Year's Eve for obvious reasons. Because holidays it's terrible. It's just going to be shit and we'll laugh at it probably, or just wallow in despair at having to watch it. And then we'll yell it about it towards each other. Yep. And that's usually how it goes. As you guys know, Aaron, I really hated it when there was these character moments and they weren't characters and then it was poorly done. And And there was a laser cannon. What? Ah, yeah, no, that was, that's usually how this podcast goes. As you guys know. Yep. And there'll probably be character work. Yeah. Terrible character work. The usual shitty stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm well, like, anything's better than Bubba Hendershot. Well, that's just a terrible name. Mm-hmm. Just saying. All them guns in the mm-hmm. to no avail. Bubba Hendershot. Mm-hmm. I found it in my Christmas. I found it in my Christmas stocking. So uh, we'll be getting that to you. And then after New Year's Eve, we'll announce what we'll be doing after that for January. Something terrible and dumb, probably like usual, you know. You know what we do because things. Yeah, we might. It probably won't be another family comedy, but it might. It will be for the late Christmas with the cranks, though. Well, Christmas with the cranks is one. Yeah, but the the one after New Year's is probably not. Yeah, probably not. But we'll see. We don't know. We don't plan. Look. We don't look, man. We don't plan. Oh yeah. We're definitely going to review I t- the actually, I- identical at some point in January. It's probably just going to be the identical. It's yeah. Yeah. W- apparently we just decided. Well, it comes out on the fifth? VOD uh, in January and that yeah. like, got some of the worst reviews of last year. So for those of you who don't know what that is, that's uh, an Elvis impersonator movie, a, a movie like two twin Elvises, one who's famous and one who isn't. I don't. And they get all, oh, uh, you're me and I should be me because talent. I don't know. Anyway, so that'll be coming at you pretty soon. Until then, I'm Cameron. Uh, you fucking know who I am. Outro. Aaron is who I am. Maximum overdrive. Maximum overdrive. Oh no, trucks. Oh. oh, wait, look. I found this rocket launcher in my thing. Blowing up shit. Satellites and nuclear laser cannons. Oh, yeah. So good. Oh, man. Man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Do you want to fight? I'm going to beat you up with my fists, bro. Hey, man. Why don't you come down to the studio and I'll fight you, man. Hey, man. 
better watch out for them trucks. These trucks be coming after you. Yes, trucks. Mm. Oh, boy. Good night.